Do you know what? Do you know what my ultimate coming out coming out will be? Just to show everyone up. You know when you have like those, um, the baby announcements, the the parties where oh, they yeah. pop the balloons and they have like the color. I will literally fill a whole balloon with like rainbow confetti. And when the person's like, "Oh my God, wh- wh- why is the why is the the confetti rainbow?" I'll just walk out because it's me, bitch. I'm coming out. It's my gay birthday. Because I'm nobody trying. cares about the gender of your baby. People care that I'm gay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. And then there's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. Welcome to the AO2, everyone. What up? Week the 802. Oh my god. You are on the ride of your life. Today we are going from London to Liverpool because I decided that. And my name is Dan, aka um how do I want to be like if Cardi B's Cardi B, can I be like... I mean, it's really easy to be like Danny P, but that seems a bit... <laughs> Danny P? That, seem that, that doesn't seem that great, does it, Danny no, P? No, no. it doesn't. I'm just going to be Cardi B. Hi, I'm Cardi B. And I am Nicola Minaj Fenty Savage Brown. A name. And you are listening to the AO2. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Is everyone having Hi a guys. good time? Out of the week. I'm sorry, I super unprofessionally was halfway through a cracker when I started recording. So oh. I'm just going to put it to the side. Oh my god. So you don't Are you eating food on the 802? We need, we, need, we even give an ounce. We didn't even say, oh, we just gone to... Bitch! You just eating Look, food on the bus like that so, so loudly? Do you know, I do this all the time if I'm on a coach or a bus or a train. I buy a bunch of snacks and 20 minutes in, they're gone. I cannot, I shouldn't be allowed to have food near me because it doesn't stay. I'm not one of those people who can like have snacks just in the house and not devour them all, all at once. Yeah. I don't, don't understand how people do it, but I do respect them for the ability to do that. I know. It's not even that, it's a bit harder for me. Like even like at the minute, you know how we like, you have to wear like a mask on public transport everywhere. It's hard. I, I don't even want to eat anything. I don't even want to wear my mask off, take my mask off at all. Uh, do you not? No, I, I, I don't. I don't take it off at and all. If you, if you eat, uh, do you do like a, do you like lift it up and then like eat yeah, like a thing, or like are you a, one of those uh, like unloop an ear and up. Yeah, so you're like, like an upskirter as opposed to like a whip it off one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah. Just like to the side. I kind of, I kind of alternate between the two because it's been so hot. So I was on. I had to use the underground the other day, and it's oh, so hot right now. Oh god. So I was like, I need to drink some water. And I, I started, I didn't realize it, but looking back, I was probably doing like a little water dance where I was like, up the mask, have a little drink, whip one side off, have a little drink, put it back. That kind of vibe, you know? Indeed. Anyway, it's another week yes. of this, this, what is this? I, do you know what? I, I will tell you what this is right now. Ooh, I have some on, wet ass bussy because oh. it's <laughs> It is, it is warm. warm. Honey, last night I literally was dripping. Honestly, it's like WAP stands it's for like wet armpits ugh. right now. Oh it, my God. Oh, well, while we're on the topic of wet ass bussy, let's talk about wet ass pussy. Oh, we get straight to it. Okay, so number one, I want to say I got a few points on this. Um, I want to say thank you, firstly, to um, Cardi B, Miss <sighs> Belcalese, for providing us with a true freak bitch anthem. It has been a long time 
a, mm. like a long time to, since I can remember a true freak bitch anthem. You know, one of those yeah. ones where you're just like, you are. It's a bit late at night. You maybe one or two or three, four or five, six, seven, eight, nine drinks down, and you're in that like that like mood. You know the mood. I mean, we all know the we know the mood. The mood. You're in the mood, and like you're just like there's some holes in this house. There's some holes. And when Megan comes in and she's like. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side oh! of me. Done. Make a jump out before something Done. inside of me. I'm like, ah, ah, it's it's freaky it's, shit. It's it's basically, you know what it is. You ever seen that Family Guy episode when Lewis when Lewis um like wraps up in PVC and she's like, all right, we're ready, and she was mm-hmm. like this housewife doing her little thing, and then she's like, okay, ready now, and I'm like, you you know what proper gives me my neck, Power. my back. Lick my pussy and uh, my crap. Another freak bitch. Now, Kaya, Kaya herself oh, is some kind shit. of awful, awful, like just a, yeah. just a, a demon wrapped in skin. But mm-hmm. it that also, song, classic. It, it classic. also gives me Lil Kim. How many yep. lips did it take to get yep. this in the oven? Uh, oh, we very, love a freaky shit. We love very a freaky Lil dog. Kim. Very Lil Kim. I was just like... To bring it, like, to get a little Beyonce on it. Because you know Beyonce don't really give you none of that. Like, she, yeah. Beyonce don't give you none freak shit. But she has occasion, like, giving you a little partition or a oh, blow well, sort yes. of moment. This is, like, it's the same vibe except, like, just nasty. Just nasty. dirty. Just freaky. And I loved every minute of it. And then the video. Oh, God. I Can we talk? Shit. Can we Can talk? Can we talk? Because there was, we, I can't. I mean, apart from, like, one person but you know she got money to walk up in a corridor and look cute mm. i know who could have been there but we won't talk about you know, it right now look, look they <laughs> miss jenna decided that she was gonna walk up in what is quite frankly an outfit i should have i should own right that leopard print thing with the like the draping thing can you not mm-hmm. imagine me just turning up and be like hey that's what i'm wearing today get yes. used to it miss jenna was there and that's oh, it is what it is but the rest of the video, oh. my, there is one thing Cardi B does not sleep on, and that is a music video, okay? Yeah, Cardi amen. B understands. The team she has around her is really good because she always looks good. She always looks right. The video is always it. Do you remember the money video? Oh, my God, money. Oh. The money video, the press video, the hot, oh. it's just every, I, I since Bodak Yellow, I think Cardi has come with videos. She, you know what it is? You have to, you have to give it to her. Like her team, they, they, they know when she's up against the likes of like Nicki, Beyonce, all these people who have who music videos just exude, ex- it's just top tier. They, she know that when which, that which, when her video sorry, comes not up. to not to not to argue the Nicki Cardi video thing again. But which Nicki video is top tier? Because I don't think I've seen it yet. Really? You don't think Anaconda is top tier? I, I mean, I thought Anaconda was fun. Really? I didn't think it was like top tier video. No. I don't, I, well, to be fair, no one. Nikki, Nikki don't really have no like f- dead freaky video where she's like, you know. Thing. Yeah. Like, to be fair, no, no. But the you know, issue but, I have, I mean, like quality wise, yeah. The, the quality yeah. of the videos is good. It's probably not as freaky deaky, lick my back and seeky, like. You know. <laughs> 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 but you know the tea. But yeah, so it's not like oh my god, this is like you know crazy, crazy, yeah. but. It's just my thing with Nikki videos is they are often just like single setup studio shots, mm-hmm. um, which kind of like they can come, they can go, they can be all right. 
I think this is just personally because I was looking for so much looking forward to the good form video mm-hmm. and then was so disappointed. It's kind of cute. Like the dancers are, are turning it out. They're making it good. But the rest of this, I'm like, was the real concept of this video just warehouse? Was that what, was that all we got? Yeah. I mean, maybe the budget had been spent on Chun-Li. I don't know. But Ooh. It definitely wasn't spent on Barbie Tings. Do you remember Barbie Tings? Oh, oh, we, we we're never going to talk about that video. No, done. Move on. <laughs> Move on. Anyway, so back to what? Sorry, I interrupted you. You were no, uh, chatting. No, no, no. But it's, team. No, but it's like the, the team knows first. Because she doesn't just give the black girls and black boys what they want. She's given the gays and the streets. And, and let me tell you something. Americans was pressed. Oh, Did they were pressed. see the tweet? And Cardi was like, meh. (laughs) Meh. Mama, we don't give a shit. We out. No, honey. Why? This is my thing. So, so, (laughs) it, how, why are you going to come onto Twitter or any social platform and just let us all know that either you got a dry ass pussy and that thing ain't ever dripped in, ain't dripped in years, (laughs) if ever, or you are a straight man fully incapable of wetting up the puss. Okay. Fully incapable of getting the kitten growling. Why mm. would you... Why are you... Like, we're not your priest. This isn't confession. Exactly. Why have you given us this information? Why exactly. you come out of here? I love, absolutely love, that we're back in the 90s now. And, like, yes. female rap is making, like, white Republican Americans really angry we again. We love it. It's... I want them to call... I want it to be called to be banned. Okay? I want it to, like, not be allowed in, like, 100 meters of a school... I want a full, like, Republican reaction to it because that is how you know you are doing something iconic. That is mm. iconic behavior when you agreed, get banned. Agreed, agreed. That pushes Cardi, it, that gives Cardi a little bit of the Beyonce about her. Yeah. That gives, like, once they got the boycott Cardi, you're like, okay, Cardi, you here, you here to stay, you an actual thing because these crusty-ass white people who are just committed to being miserable mm-hmm. are mad at you. Why you, Why do you live your life, commit to being miserable, and then why are you telling us about, like, the crusty, sort of cobwebbed-up interior that is your vajaj, that we, <laughs> we... We didn't ask you that. You couldn't even pretend for a minute that you got a super soaker down there. You couldn't no. even pretend for a minute. No. You're like, when I walk, like, the fire brigade is on hand because it is friction burns and fire. This no, is dry as... They didn't even, even have a balloon full with water. It's that no. dead. <laughs> you, you can't even just, like... You're the honestly, they're like, and this is nothing against people who like need to use lube to have sex. I'm gay. Trust, I understand the struggle. Yeah. But Republicans must keep the lube business in business. That's if they even bother. That's if they even bother. I think I think they kind of spit and go, spit and shine kind of thing. <laughs> have you seen? Do you do you know who Ben Shapiro is? Yes, I do. Okay, so this this little queen decided to get involved, and I don't know why because no one asked. And he has, he did a reaction video on the Ben Shapiro show or whatever yeah. it's called, um, which somebody has done a remix of. And at the end of the show, I'm going to play the remix so everybody can hear it. Trust and believe it's so funny. He is, he is a grown man who cannot say the word pussy. He says the word ass fine, which, you know, a grown man who will say ass but won't say pussy. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying he's one of the girls. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's an interesting fact that you can't say pussy. He is oh, and I was just like, and then he tweeted like, my wife's doctor says they must have thrush, and I was like, well, maybe uh. your wife, maybe your wife just needs 
to understand what it's like to be with somebody who gives her that feeling. Maybe you haven't do it. Again, just coming out in front of us and saying, I'm bad at sex. It's so silly. So loudly as well. Even if you are bad at sex, at least pretend. Mm. Don't be giving, don't be turning up and just saying like, who wants to climb in here? Oh, well, you can't. Oh, God. Hey. Hey, ladies, you want to have sex with me? I've never pleasured a woman. Saying that out loud? No. No. Madness. <laughs> also, so I don't think we ever have had, like, a Republican woman, an American Republican woman listen to this show. But we don't know who might catch this later. So for any potential American Republican woman listening to this show, I just want to say right here, it is perfectly okay for you to enjoy sex and for it to be a sloppy, gushy, moist mess, okay? <laughs> it is, it, even if you are, like, a Christian oh and you are committed yes. to, like, sex with somebody you, that you're married to and that's the only person you ever want to have sex with the rest of your life, you two need to work together to ensure that that sex is bed-breaking, back-breaking, screaming your name, cursing out the Lord's name in vain. If you're going to sin, at least sin with someone inside you and have yourself a good-ass time. I don't need none of this Christians lying on their back, we only do it missionary because this is the way that Jesus intended, okay? <laughs> the only thing about sex that you got in the Bible is that it should it should happen between married people and there's some debate about whether the gay thing's okay but that's another question for somebody else but if you are married and ha and have a husband slash wife who you regularly have sex with please make it some freaky shit okay yes, ma'am i want you to have the best time of your christian life just turned face in the pillow screaming for life i want bam 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 slow it down for a little bit uh, uh, uh. play with it Play with it. Make it drip, 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 drip. Give me some Cardi B fantasy in your married life, okay? And for the rest of you who are not married, who are not having sex, nobody asked you for your commentary. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> and that's the 802 intro for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you straight out of the gate. The coach hadn't even left, but you, that was the announcement. <laughs> you know the freaky shit happens at the start before we get Yes, tired. yes, so that Should they can enjoy the rest of the day. <laughs> Should we do announcements? Yes. So I have a few, and um, I have some few. So we need to talk first things first. We have hot news. Oh. So a couple weeks ago, we had the wonderful Alexis Stone, who has just dropped another bombshell. Have you seen? Have you caught wind of what's going on? No. Sorry, I was finishing the rest of my cracker because oh, I God. thought we were going to keep talking. <laughs> So just, I'm still here, but you tell the girls. You tell the, the people. So Alexis dropped on last week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or whenever it was, that her sex tape had leaked. And her only Oh my god, I did see this. Was hacked. Well, and I what? was like, proper gagged, really upset, and she posted a video where she was crying. And it was we, we fell for her because she's a fan of the show. Plus, we've um, when we interviewed her, we know for a fact that she's a very hard worker and she's very proud of how far her OnlyFans has come. And she's, you know, she's a workaholic, and we you know we give the girls the credit where it's due because that's we're a very supportive podcast from the get go. However, Alexis dropped a bombshell last night that she actually that leaked her own sex tape but it wasn't even her that wasn't the sex tape she made a fucking mask then got identical tattoos on someone with the same height and skin tone as her 
filmed the sex tape and then ripped the mask off. What? And it was it was also to highlight how people that release other people's sex tape and all that stuff. And honestly, gagged. I was gagged. Like a lot of people was like, "Oh my god, what?" But when you watch the exploited video that she posted on her YouTube and she explained why she did it, your mind is blown. And, and she highlights something that a lot of women and men deal with on a regular, especially being exploited and their sex tapes and stuff being leaked unknown to them. And I think it's it it she just left the girls gagged again. Like Alexis, girl, do the most honey. It makes me think, who am I actually having sex with in the real world? <laughs> right? Honey. I mean, I'm not going to be... First of all, you got to be having sex to worry about that. So. <laughs> but secondly, I don't think I'll be checking to see if they're wearing a mask. If I like the look of the mask, I like the look of the mask. Please keep it on. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold on this fantasy. I so, you know, whatever happens, happens. Let me tell you why. Like, Okay, let's, let's, let's step away from like, the Alexis... Stone story for a minute. Can I ask a question before yes. we do this? Is so uh, you, you know what? Don't worry about it. My question was going to be something along the lines of, like, oh, is this like an Inception scenario where it's like it wasn't it wasn't their sex tape. It was a, them in a in, in a mask of them, but then no, it, was it was them actually, wearing the mask. No, it was someone else in a mask. Or we use it with, with Alexis's face and hair and the same exact tattoos. He got like a he got he got like um like a like a sticker, like a um you know those temporary tattoos with every single tattoo on his body and placed it on this said person who is a porn star by the way. So who was not afraid and how it was, you saw you some you saw who you thought was Alexis Stone having sex, but actually it was him what was actually someone in a mask off his face and then when the camera pans up you see this person in a suit and the person ripped the mask off and it's alexis and the other alexis is sitting there getting shagged gagged i was like uh, what what i mean you have to go what you have to watch the video on youtube and stuff to get it so my my advice is so i might be talking about something you, you might not be getting the aesthetic getting the scenario but whatever she highlights something that a lot of people deal with on a regular basis with sex being leaked and being exploited and being blackmailed and i think it's very good that she did it um will i have done the same probably not because i'm not that creative but i think at the end of it the highlight of the story was saying so to alexis and the team over think mint gagged G-A-G-G-G-E-D. There are some times in life where I'm having sex. And sort of like it's been going on for a bit. And I'm like, I do kind of wish I could just tag out. Somebody else could like just come in just like 20 minutes. Just so I can like. <laughs> yes. Just do something else. So if there was like, if I could have a clone or like a, another person in a Dan mask who had the exact same body as me who could just tag in and the person was comfortable with that happening. I mean, obviously both of them would be comfortable with it. Then I could just like take a break for a bit. I'd quite like that. So, you know, maybe we'll see Dan's sex tape, but it won't <laughs> be me. Okay. Because good luck trying to find that one. Mum, if you're listening, it doesn't exist. Don't worry. You say this. I don't know, Dan. I feel like there's a freaky what, deaky what? side to you that you don't tell anybody. I mean, and that's fine. There may, there may be a little freak in me, but 
I'm pretty sure one day your your um your sex tip will just drop and I'll be like, oh, there's oh th that that's my friend, y'all. That's my friend. That's his hole on the telly. That's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, my friend, y'all. Whoever what? has it, just like hold on until like the show's really big or I end up on like Gay Love Island or something like that. Hold on till then and then make some money from it. Okay. Yeah, You're gonna be I, giving it out now. That would be I wouldn't, useless. I wouldn't like I wouldn't share it though. But I will be like, that's my I'm friend, y'all. That's my friend. That's his whole <laughs> supportive. That's my friend, y'all. Putting but it yeah. down, throwing it back. Really? Okay, well, I have I have a few announcements. Number one, um, I want to shout out a uh, friend of the podcast, podcast who we've shouted out a few times beforehand, um, Seb over at The Front Room. Yes. Um, I don't know if you listened to Seb's latest episode of The Front Room, but he is joined by JJ Revlon. Yes. They have such a ridiculous conversation this episode they are talking about obviously um they talk about the vogue scene in the uk and then they talk about teaching classes at gyms and the attitudes that people have and like whether somebody should just leave if they're not feeling it and all that stuff so like if you got some time after you listen to this one or you just want something to uh to have a laugh go talk to seb it's also like two hours long that's so much content yeah yeah it's just like a full two hour it's literally like like sitting in the house, having yeah. a drink, listening to your friends chat. So I love it. Yeah. Shout it's out easy to though to, to get to two hours because we sometimes sit here, we talk and we're like, oh my God, it's over an hour. And then when you edit it, it's yeah, it's long, but it's also good content. And we, we love good content because I think sometimes, yeah, okay, small, um, you know, good, good packages come in small doses sometimes. That's fine. But sometimes you need a longer podcast to just get everything out there and the front room are doing it and also yeah. happy birthday to seb because it's his birthday today so if you hear this tomorrow seb happy birthday from the 802 oh we love you, boy. i didn't know that yeah happy i birthday. saw it on facebook this morning and also i know matt howard listens to the show over there at akt it's his third anniversary today of married life so oh hey, girl. look at the love i look know at the love. everyone is all there's so much love on the podcast today so come that's on good. successful gay relationship yes uh we strive we love to see it. it's what we live for uh, i thought you were about to say we strive to have it and i was gonna disagree like <laughs> no because i we do love um, to see it. um i will tell you what's been different this week i have had two dates that cancelled on me so that's been fun hooray for them hooray for them they don't get to Thank fucking you. they don't get to sit with greatness so fuck you bitches So on I'll this week's 802, we have a guest and it's Mr. Johnny Harvey, the lovely Johnny Harvey, who is coming into the room right now. Johnny, thank you for joining Hello. us on the 802. How are you? How is life? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me. It is our pleasure. Now, um, in your intro, Nick may have forgotten to say what the name of your podcast is because he's entirely professional. Fine, don't worry. Um, do you want to let everybody know? What uh, what your podcast is? What's it about? What you sort of will talk about each time? Uh, well, it's very inventive, very creative. Uh, my podcast name is I'm Coming Out. Uh, oh, look at your kitty! Uh, it yeah, it's a coming out stories podcast. So it's very originally titled I'm Coming Out the podcast. It's I like it. I like it. Also, for anybody who the the kitty is a cat, I didn't just get the puss out. <laughs> Oh, cool. <laughs> no, no. People are going to be like, "What? We're getting pussy yeah. on a podcast? What's going this on?" This is the first time me and Johnny have spoken, so we'll save that behavior Same. for maybe the third Same. time. I've never, I've never spoken to Johnny until now. I've spoken to him online, but I've never spoken to him 
I've heard his voice yes. numerous times. So we're all like, a bra- we're all oh, like, it's just, look at us, it's our first time with the ball. With the witch? Where the, it's, a, it's like, it's like a, you know, like a debutante, a debutante ball. It's like, look at us. Sure oh, enough, okay, right. Yes, of course. Yeah. Looking Yeah, cute. gay debutante ball. Yes, indeed. So yeah, so Johnny, so t- how's life been in lockdown? What's been, how have you been coping and stuff? Uh, well, I've been infinitely luckier than most people. I haven't had any, uh, I haven't had a, caught the virus. I haven't had any symptoms. Nobody I know has got it either. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite antisocial and introverted. So I don't mind working from home. So yeah. it's not impacted too much on me. How about yeah. you guys? I think but um, for me, I think, um, well, I, I was really, so I might, might or might not have COVID at the start. Who knows? But I was really poorly um, prior to like, okay. um, prior to like lockdown where I had like every, every single symptom of um, COVID. So maybe I'm immune. Maybe I was just hungover. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I'm good now. Was your breathing really shallow? It was. Everything was just everything. Like I could, I, did, I couldn't taste food. I couldn't taste the person from, from the night before. It was just a hot. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, Joy. You have to just on, just on the A O two. Basically, we we have the conversations we would have if we were just riding the coach together. Um, so when Nick has okay. a conversation. There's an occasional moment where he says something yeah. hideously disgusting, like he can't taste the guy from last night. And you just sort of have to roll with it. Okay, yeah, no, don't worry. And not like it's fold funny. up inside <laughs> yourself like I normally do. <laughs> hey, uh, it, is, it, it, it is what it is. But yeah, um, lockdown for me has been good. Um, I have gotten fatter. That's a plus. Um, I have made numerous banana bread. I have also watched oh, everything good. under the sun. It's good. How about you, Dan? Um, so for me, you, Johnny, you said you're an introvert. I am possibly the furthest thing from an introvert that there is. Yeah, I got that. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get essentially all of my like um, energy and ability to function from being around other people um, and being quite social. So for the first, I'd say nine or so weeks, I was losing my mind a little bit in the house. Then the Black Lives Matter protests happened okay. and I was like, I w- I'm going to go to this. These are important. Um, and then things have sort of loosened up slightly. So like I've been in the park quite a lot, seeing friends, just like joking about and trying to have as much of a good time as possible. Um, I also committed to getting a cat, which is the cat who is currently trying to sleep next to what's happening here. But I keep waking her up by laughing, but she's good. Anyway, that's enough about, um, enough about us. They oh, hear about us every week. Cash. So, uh, where did you get your cash? Well, this is this is a fun story um, in the fact that it's not very fun and it's really short. My brother had a cat or has a cat. It didn't die. It's still alive. My brother has a cat that they thought was a boy until it was giving birth. And then they were like, oh, we've got four kittens. That's fun. And I was like, do you know what? I got nothing else going on. I've got nothing to throw my love on. So can I have one? And they said yes. And now I have one. She swaps between being incredibly sleepy all the time. And when she's sleepy, she, she needs to be right next to you. Ideally on your shoulder. Or she turns into chaos mode where her eyes go wide. The demons get inside her body. And then she's just running. Just running okay. and claws and just chaos. So that's life with the cat. But again, 
what I want to hear about, and this is a question that I'm going to have to ask you because this is for my mum, who I know listens to every episode. Hi, mum. Love you. On one of your episodes of I'm Coming Out, you had a conversation with Judge Rinder. I did, who, yeah. First of all, amazing. Love that. Secondly, my mum will now be devastated because she was angling for a marriage. She wanted to know if he was available and if he's open to women in their 50s. So I thought I'd just throw that question to you. Did you get a vibe of maybe he'll marry my mum? So uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, I didn't get the impression that he was that he he was bisexual. No, he, that never came up at any point that he might be interested in women. I'm pretty certain that he's that he is quite gay. So um, that seems unlikely. That seems uh, sorry to disappoint you. But he was lovely. He's probably one of my favourite guests ever. He was the loveliest man and oh. so smart and intelligent and really down to earth really lovely that is great to hear but very saddening for my mum but you know sometimes we need a dose of reality in our lives to yeah. let us know that the things we want aren't going to happen can you let us know sort of what your what was the story behind i'm coming out or essentially what was i'm coming out podcast coming out story like when did you think of starting it and sort of what what caused it all the pieces to fall in place and for it to happen? I think it was, what, it's about two years ago now. So I'd been through a few podcast ideas at that point that hadn't worked out, that had to be aborted. So I think it was like the end of, what year is it again? I've forgotten. Yeah, it was like the end of 2018. <laughs> I just thought, I wouldn't be as interesting or as fascinating as you two guys. So I wouldn't be able to carry a podcast on my own. I'm going to have to have a different guest on all the time. And then it was really hard getting other people together. So, and then I kind of had, I, I do remember thinking of it and thinking, oh, that's the perfect idea for a podcast. I love finding out about people coming out and I can do a different guest every individual week and it'll be more of an interview podcast. So I think at the time I did look up Apple podcast and there was one other one in america and i didn't really recognize any of the names so i thought oh it doesn't matter i'll i'll do it anyway i'll do an irish version or a british version of it so yeah and i'm just really fascinated in the coming out process and it's such a pivotal moment i suppose in any gay person's life and it's only now i'm getting on a bit that i'm actually kind of processing those experiences and everything that happened during those years so yeah that, that's kind of the the motivation behind it we love it. I love. I love. I love oh, that you have you. a mission statement. I, love. I think that's good because <laughs> I feel like, like, I feel, for example, like when me and Dan, like the eight hundred two has been an idea for maybe what three years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a, it's been, it's been on the agenda for time, and we um, we just couldn't find the time, and we just, we didn't know, we didn't know what we were, what we were gonna fall to the world, or how we were yeah. gonna engage people, and um. We kind of just, we, we up to this, I'm telling you now, up to this day, we don't even have like a full plan. We just go with the flow and it works, I guess. Because I feel like if we were yeah, to plan the 802, it, yeah, it just, it just wouldn't go to plan. And, um, and I think, I think it's good. I think it's good when it comes to with your podcast and stuff, because I've listened to, um, I saw we had a friend of the show, Spence on just the other day. And it's oh, good yeah. when, when you can be a platform for people to tell their stories. I think that is an important, I think we as queer creatives, we need, we, we need to have our stories told because we don't know who's that, who's it's going to help on along the way. Yeah, so I think it's really true. good. And, you know, I, I fully support your idea with the podcast. And I think you, um, I think it's a vital, a vital part of um, our culture when it comes to oh, coming out you. stories. It's part of who we are. And for you having a platform 
to be to amplify those stories i think it's really really important so well done yeah thank you and that is part of the motivation sorry my answer before sounded really selfish (laughs) it's all me 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 Uh, yeah it would have been great Uh, part of the reason i wanted to do it was also because there was none of those stories at all when i was growing up there was pretty much non-existent i suppose there was one or two maybe on coronation street around that time but um yeah it would have been really helpful if you'd heard those kind of stories but you too but it's different for everyone some people it works better when they're more spontaneous and they improv and you two guys have got really good chemistry and so it's kind of and then it's really hard getting people together on a podcast to do it every week who have the same motivation and who are on the same wavelength that's really really hard to get yeah. that if you have that so yeah everyone's pro- uh, methods are are different when we first started you know it was just it was just, a, it was just a sole idea and it was just me and dan it's meant to be like a conversation that we're having guests and we're having questions mm-hmm. and we're having people on board and it's nice because it's nice to see a podcast um because i feel like in the podcast world a lot of the queer creatives like a lot of podcasts we we don't I've seen it a lot, especially on Spotify. You have to really f- look for a podcast that you, like you could fall in love with. So, for example, okay, like a telling of a story, or like there's loads of LGBT podcasts out there. Like I have to say, but there's not much out there that engages me. And I feel like so far, okay. like I've listened to your, I listened to Queer Talk, I've listened to um, Get the Belt, all this stuff, and I feel like it's good. It's good to see a little community being built and that's important. Yeah, it's good to see other voices <laughs> out there. I think, did you listen to, I think some of my earlier podcasts were really, um, were really rough now. I don't think I'd be able to listen back to them. The sound quality, I was just really, really clueless when I started. I'm glad oh, you said this, John. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you a little something about what just happened. So, <laughs> first of all, I don't think we're out of the dodgy sound quality era of the 802 yet. Um, okay. It will come. I'm still not. <laughs> the time will come, but I imagine that will be when there is an audio engineer who's not called me, who's responsible <laughs> for making it sound good. I'm just, I'm just winging it essentially. But so to celebrate our tenth episode last week, we put out a bonus episode on Friday, which was just some of our favourite bits from the episode so far. Which meant that me and Nick had to go back and listen to every episode again, and. There's a few things that I learned from re-listening to the show. It's number one, I need some sort of professional help because the (laughs) things that come out of my mouth are so insane. And especially, and you can tell if I'm building up to a moment where I'm like, I'm just on a roll. Like there needs to be a roadblock in the way sometimes. Um, There's one pretty famous episode early on where I had a Monster Energy Ultra. What's like a drink of Monster? Yes, yes. Oh, and God, that's really bad for your heart. It's really bad for everything. It should not be legal. And then I was recording and I was like, I listened to it again and I was like, it literally sounds like I'm on speed. <laughs> like, just don't but do it, Monster it, Energy. Yeah, they're pretty powerful. But if you've got heart <laughs> defects, they can, they can kill you, cans of Monster, can't they? I think, yeah, if you've got like an yeah. existing yeah. heart murmur or something. Yeah, um, scary. Which if I didn't have before, I'd probably have now. But you're so right, like yeah. listening back and just like, yeah. Even like even from the first one, there's a reason why we called it the crunchy one because it's like it's never going to sound worse than this, except for the time Nick was on holiday, <laughs> okay. nothing worked. Um, God, yeah, that was that was hilarious. So yeah. it's it, yeah, it's just an interesting sort of sort of vibe for it. Yeah. I've got a few coming out questions, if that's okay, that I'd love to throw at you. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. First question: 
What is the craziest yeah. coming out story you've heard? Like most insane, oh, that's a, this doesn't sound like it's real. That's a really good question. You would think I would have heard quite a few seeing as I host a podcast <laughs> about coming out stories. I think I did hear about one guy, um, friend of a friend in a school somewhere else in Ireland, um, the other side of Ireland, when he came out, they spray painted a pejorative terms over his locker like they did on Dawson's Creek years ago. If you remember that show, it was like a 90s TV show. Have you guys, what's the craziest one that you guys have heard? I mean, mine was pretty crazy, to be fair. But I should, maybe I'll save that for your podcast. Maybe I would. Okay, yeah, that's maybe what I was I thinking. <laughs> maybe okay. I, I do, my, my comment on the story was really, my comment on the story was really like hard hitting because um, I'll give you a gist of it. I grew up in a country that only um, opened up to LGBT law just over 16 months ago. So you can imagine you had oh. the, um, the potential to go to prison for at least 25 years for being found out as queer. That okay. for me, that in itself was a hard hitting story. And um, the way I was outed um, was, even, was even more terrifying. So, but we'll, we'll speak on that in, in future. <laughs> but we will. Yeah. We will. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to hear more about that. I'm, so, I'm sorry to hear that you had a hard coming out. Yeah. Mine was a bit more sensitive when yours is easier. Yeah, I think I had like two coming out stories though. I had one back home and I had one here because I went through like because I went through a bisexual phase as well and then I had to, okay. I had to come out as gay. So you it, were it, it, was, it, it was, yeah, it was like the phoenix rising. I was like, hey, bitch, I'm here again. Yeah. <laughs> it's very Nick behavior to like the first one wasn't big enough. I'm doing it yeah. twice. Doing it twice. Actually, so no, about forty applause. I think there was um, you know, the BBC uh, correspondent, the LGBTQ correspondent guy, Ben Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now that I think of it, I did read his coming out story and attitude a while back, and I think he was out at school, and it was really, I think that was one where someone saw him sending an email, or they copied an email, or they got access to his account, his email account, and they printed out a letter or something. I don't know. I think the Ben Hunt one was quite big and dramatic story uh, we'll have a look for it and see if we can share we, that wasn't a great story either sorry guys we love, we love, we love <laughs> big and dramatic we do yeah <laughs> okay so second question yeah. what's your favorite coming out story what's the one that gives you the warm fuzzies when you think about it i just think at the ones where the parents were really really accepting and yeah. the ones where there were no disparaging comments yeah yeah and um but they they also honoured the moment and um, the their child um, opening up to them about it, and um, they weren't dismissive as in oh yeah I knew already or yeah. oh I don't care or God I'm making for a really fascinating guest aren't I guys? All of my incredible stories and anecdotes. Um, I don't, yeah, I just guess the ones where they're not eventful, just the, any ones where the parents and family and friends are just really accepting. If, if you could give advice to 15-year-old Johnny, what would you say to him if he was born in this era right now? Oh, if he was born in this era? Yeah, like if, so let me say so you were 15, I was 15 right now in our time, what would you tell 15-year-old Johnny? So I was born in 2005? Yes. Um, I'm mid thirties now. I'm gonna, but I'm so only kind of kicked out when I was at the end of university. So I never had to cope with that during secondary school. So 
because okay. I imagine that actually makes growing up gay much much uh, much much worse because mm-hmm. the bullying can continue on even now when you yeah. finish school it can go on during the day and there's an even more public domain for it the bullying can be made and the harassment can be made public oh mm-hmm. god i don't know what i would say i would say um just anyone who's homophobic towards you or any homophobia that you encounter that is really other people's problem it's mm-hmm. really not your issue and I would say come out as soon as you can and start living life as much as you can and don't put it on hold for other people. Yeah, I don't know. I would say not to put too much personal or private information on your social media accounts. <laughs> Be careful about your digital footprint. Oh, it God. really might come back to haunt you. What else would I say? So specifically about being gay, is it? Or general life advice? Just, just in general, to be fair. The reason why I asked is because I was watching Love, Simon, the television show. Oh, yes. And, um, yeah. like, just, like, just, like, how in the, in the, the current climate we live in, where um, technology is so accessible and stuff like that, like, what will, like, I'm thinking, what will 15-year-old me right now, like, how would my, how, what will my story be differently in coming out? Because there is yeah. so much more out there for the younger generation that we, each one of us are individuals we didn't have when we were younger. So they now have yeah. the technology, the, the, the knowledge um, at their fingertips. But at the same time, you can still feel alone in a world so big, even though the knowledge and technology is still there. So my advice, I was just thinking, I was like, what would I say to me if I was coming out at this age? Like, because we all know coming out is even was harder back then because you know we were it was it was something that it wasn't i wouldn't say it was frowned upon but it wasn't very something it wasn't the floodgate wasn't open like how now it's very easy for someone to come out and say x y and z so my yeah. so my idea was i wonder if like 15 year old nick what would i what, how will my coming story coming out story be differently knowing that we in 2020 compared to when i came out when i was like 17 kind of thing Oh, oh! You ca- you came out in twenty seventeen. I I only came out like I I came out quite late to be fair. Oh, okay. Well, everyone in their own time. It's different for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, that the first right, or still... the second coming out? The first, the se- the second one. <laughs> the second one. I came. <laughs> the first one I came out when I was like fifteen, maybe. So eighteen forty three. Bitch, I was born in nineteen eighty eight. Shut your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Such Johnny, this is the, this this is this is what this is how I get treated on the eight or two each week. This is how I get treated, like an oh, old man. It's your no, you're not. You're, you're eighty eight. You were born eighty eight, were you? Oh, you're young. That's young. You've loads. Oh, gonna, thank you. Oh. Yeah, because I'm. You can come back to the gonna, anytime. Thank you. You're going to look back in a few years and wish you were you're the age you are now. You know what I mean? Um. Oh, I forgot to ask you the most important question that every guest gets asked. As you board the coach, yeah. did you get your complimentary peanuts? Did I get my complimentary peanuts? Yeah. See, now every time I ask this question, everyone seems confused. And I feel like it's Nick's issue here. Okay. Every, issue. Week, every week, Nick, I ask the guest when they're here, whether they got their complimentary peanuts. And they all are either look confused, say no, or Alexis got them. Alexis got her, her mouth full of nuts. Why hasn't all of our guests? <laughs> right so basically because the 802 is a coach ride 
You know, you usually get like concessions when you enter the coach. Oh, was like, that was like, did you get a peanut? You, uh, you um, absolutely do not. And it's something they only give you on flights. But I've decided that on this coach, we give out complimentary peanuts. And okay. none of our guests seem to have received them yet, which is an issue for me. It probably lost them so, okay. I ate it, one of them. Yeah, we'll get that resolved. Sorry, we're very sorry, Johnny, that you've had to do this entire coach ride without any complimentary peanuts. I know. That's grand. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm Johnny. I'm very sorry that we couldn't provide you any not free amount this weekend, but next time we'll make sure that we will be on point. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll get oh, them next That's so terrible. That's so terrible. Is there some innuendo there that I've missed out on that's gone off, off my, over my head? Yes, there was. And we'll, we'll edit that right out. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just talking about peanuts. Uh, okay. I, 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 do you ever think there's a, a time and a place to come out? Like, for example, let me say you're at, like, at a party, you guys are drunk, and you're like, Guys, I'm gay. Like, do you think it's ever a right time? Yeah, I think it's really individual. It's so hard to say. It's not black and white. I mean, there's so, so many variables to take into account. I mean, it really just depends on that person and where they're at and if they're ready to tell people. Um, I suppose there's some older people in the public eye who haven't come out. And then sometimes I really think, oh, why don't they come out? Because indirectly what they're saying what they're by saying nothing that's really you know sending a very strong message as well but i think it's it has to be down to the individual and when they feel ready in themselves for whatever mm -hmm. reason that they may be yeah but yeah if you want to party yeah i mean go for it yeah i've been i've been to house parties before and i'll just be sitting there so i'll be like oh my god i'm gay and everyone will be like bitch shut up <laughs> i've been i've been i've that's happened many a times i've been to parties before like house parties and so i'll be like oh my god guys i got something to say i'm gay and everyone was like really bitch now now is not the time but what a power play though right. i know <laughs> especially if you're not the host but do you just drop do, it do you drop it after dinner or before yeah, so these are your parties <laughs> No, not mine. So is that like randomly? <laughs> but I've been to parties. Yeah. So, so people are like talking yeah. about the weather or they're talking about yeah. their jobs or they're talking about, you know, drink oh, yeah. and cocktails and you just randomly throw it out there. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm I love that. I adore. <laughs> I think that should be how everybody does it because it's such a power play. If you're not the host of this party and you're like, you know, it's their thing, it's whatever, and it's a nice and everyone's a good time. I'm going to make this entire event about me. That is a real Housewives <laughs> yes. level coming out, and I appreciate it, it completely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Nick, you think like a reality TV show producer, don't you? I do, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. But it's not even that as well. Like, imagine you're at, imagine you're at, your, at a wedding, and, you know, just imagine your head. Like, you're at a wedding, it's the first dance. And the best man's on the mic. Well, before I say the best man thing, I have to say, guys, I'm gay. I'll be, I'll be upset. You be showing me up to my own wedding, bitch. You need to leave. There's no goodie bag for you. Leave <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't be the best time at a wedding day, would it? I mean, upstaging the the groom or bride. No. Or groom and groom. Yeah. No. Again, no. not the best time, but a yeah. very interesting. Uh, I think there are definitely. <laughs> Conventional wrong places. times to, to come out. So 
family funeral, somebody else's wedding, sort of christening or birth of a child, anywhere where you wouldn't announce your engagement is the thing. It's probably also like a good time to not come out. But if you do, please record it and post it online so I can watch. Because yeah. I'd be very interested in seeing the reactions to that kind of foolishness. <laughs> and I think that is an excellent, that's an excellent way to enter the gay, this is specifically about gay men, I think, the gay community. Like you enter with the most, life is about me now, full like self-centered, ha ha, clack, 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 clack. I'm a queen. Everybody has to worship me vibe. I think that's a, that's a fun way to enter the community. Do you know what, do you know what my ultimate coming out, coming out will be just to show everyone up? You know when you have like those, um, the baby announcements, the, the parties where oh, they yeah. pop the balloons and they have like the color. I will literally fill a whole balloon with like rainbow confetti. And when the person's like, oh my God, wh- wh- why is, the, why is the, the confetti rainbow? I'll just walk out because it's me, bitch. I'm coming out. It's my gay birthday. Because I'm nobody trying. cares about the gender of your baby. People care that I'm gay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, yes, gender reveal. It's me. I'm gay. <laughs> I'm streaming. Turn it into a... Can you imagine the backlash? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, okay, so here is my here is my question, Johnny. You mentioned that before um, you are doing your own coming out story, um, so I'm not going to ask you your own coming out story. But what I am, oh, that's ask, fine. You can if you want. It, it might be a little yeah. tied into this question. What I will ask is, if you could come out differently, how yeah. would you do it? And you can add in some drama. You can make it a real housewife scenario like Nick obviously wants. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, if, what was, what's your dream coming out moment? I wish I'd done it sooner because I missed out on a lot of life waiting to come out officially. But I don't have, like, I'm really different to you guys in that sense. I don't have like a fantasy coming out where it's like a spectacle and I have like 10 dancers and steamed ice or anything like that or fireworks <laughs> i know you, you guys would love that right no i'm just i'm seriously grumpy and sour i just like i'd be, have to be careful i might enjoy myself i might have fun um no i'm not like bursting out of it i can't imagine like someone bursting out of a yes. or anything like that I just, the only thing I wish I'd done, because I actually came out, I, I didn't tell my mother in person. I told her over the phone. And then I guess I'm quite different to you guys in that everyone just knew I was gay probably as soon as I popped out of the womb. So I never really had to come out to very many people because everybody just knew. Yeah, I'd probably just do it sooner. Yeah. yeah. Sooner's a dream. I like that. I yeah. think a lot of people yeah. also can agree that they would do it sooner if once they know that the other side isn't as scary as you think it is. Most of them are usually that's definitely part of my story as well is like yeah. doing it a lot yeah. sooner as well. But also maybe I would have yeah. like dances and fireworks. Um, I'm having any a unicorn for a moment. Yeah. Any excuse for a moment. You gain RSVP cards in the post and everything. Smelling with, yeah. with like with like smelling of Chanel perfume. A full invitation cards. Yeah. Um, as Pride was cancelled this year, and a lot of people, we don't know who might be listening to this podcast, but if you could give any advice to anyone who is still thinking about coming out, 
what advice would you solely tell them and where do you think they should look for support when it comes to coming out? Oh, that's a good question. I think there was quite a few articles in the mainstream media about people being stuck in homophobic homes during lockdown. And I think the advice was maybe now is not the best time to come out yeah because of obviously it's very difficult to find other places to go and in case you get kicked out and um so and then it's very difficult finding work so i think it's so hard to say probably hold tight for the foreseeable future if possible but in the meantime try and build connections online try and build up your queer community and queer friends around you through social media and just have some contacts if you do need somewhere to go to stay at the last minute in case anything kicks off or anything happens unexpectedly i think that would yeah just working towards having your own life before you do come out if you're at home living with your family who might be homophobic okay so um i i sorry i i'll i'll go now but thank you guys so much for having me it was great no that was my last question i had i didn't i didn't have like a plan of questions no, no, because Nick and I think Dan earlier on, like my time was up, and then I was like, no, no, I want to stay. Sorry, that was kind of weird. <laughs> no, yes, no, no, no. We love it. Do you know what? We usually, we usually have like guests for like half an hour, so we usually have like compressed oh, okay. questions. So hence reason why okay. my questions were like limited because i didn't know how long we had you for we didn't want to keep it just too long because i realized when you when you want to make a podcast engagement is about timing and if you talk for too long people yeah. get bored you're like oh my god we should go now uh, <laughs> yeah no but no your questions were great i thought they were great questions and um yeah i thought oh, they were good hopefully you. i gave some good decent answers yeah no you definitely did definitely did it's been a pleasure oh, having good. you on oh thank you so much Love you to come back. We can talk more about coming out. Um, yes. Who knows? Maybe there'll be some coming out stories from us over on your yeah. podcast in the future. That would be something we'd yeah, love to absolutely. do. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully. Definitely. Yeah, I'd really like that. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for having me on, when guys. Ready and to have keep us. Up... Yeah, no, soon. Soon. Very soon. Yeah, keep up your great work with the podcast. Keep it going. And thanks Thank for having you. me on. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, Cheers. Johnny. No thanks, worries, guys. Johnny. And um, before you soon. go, where can, the people, where can the people find you before you go? Where could the listeners find you and your podcast? Yeah, so just Google, just search I'm Coming Out Pod on any of the platforms. So it's on Spotify, it's on Google, and it's on Apple. And then it's on loads of other podcast platforms that I can't remember the name of. That's very helpful, isn't it? God, I really know how to sell my podcast. But it's all those other podcast names that I can't remember. Yeah, it's on a lot of them. It's on like 10 of them or something. So, yes. Perfect. What a yeah. salesman. And your socials <laughs> could be found. <laughs> and where could we find your socials if need if Oh, need Johnny much, Harvey for my very boring socials and selfies of my sour looking face. <laughs> it's Johnny Harvey. Yes. Oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, it's a niche. If it's a niche and it works, run with it. That's a good, good point. Very good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Chat soon. Bye. Bye. See you. No worries. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. This has been the able to, and you, we have taken you on a ride of um, self belief. Um, exploring. We, were, we talked about important things this week. Yeah. We yeah. We talk about having wet ass booties and coming out. So life is good. And this it's is... been our first listening party. 
technically yeah. that's happening in the future but i'm going to talk about it as if it was now because it's now yeah. for everyone who's listening yeah this is this is major thank you for listening thank you for thank you for spending an evening with us and it, we we appreciate maybe we'll have more listening party maybe we'll have a live listening party that would be pretty cool I mean, if we can get the tech to work, one day we'll do a live one. One day we'll do a live, one day we'll do a live. But yeah, so thank you. I'll get my face sorted, I'll do my makeup, (laughs) get my teeth whitened. From me and Dan, thank you for the last 12 episodes. You guys have been insanely supportive and we're still going places and we... We're we're glad you're here for the ride and we hope you enjoy the ride of your life. The 802 is... We're now in the arrival lounge and we're happy that you've enjoyed the coach ride. Please make sure and take all personal belongings with you. <laughs> Before leaving the, tra- the train. Do they, they don't think they ever do coach announcements. Our whole, our whole identity is based on a lie. <laughs> anyway. You know, um, the, no, National Express does that thing that the recording, like before you arrive into London, um, Victoria, they say, um, thank you for riding National Express. We hope you enjoy your time. Please take your personal belongings with you while you get off the coach, and we hope you enjoyed your rest of your day. Okay, so, so from now on, we're going to end every episode. We're going to say you can find the 802 on the 802 podcast at, on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Nick at NK dot charles on instagram and underscore nick charles on twitter and you can find me at dan james ldn on twitter and dan james ldn on instagram and thank you for riding nick's national express dick um <laughs> i hope you have reached completion okay anyway we'll see you next week bye see you next week bye whores in this house there's some whores in this house there's some whores in this house there's some whores in this house i said certified freak Seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pull out game weak. Yeah, you effin' with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. For this wet ass P word. Give me everything you got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P word is wet, come take a dive. It continued uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like, oh, a, a lot more vulgar. Talk your S word, bite your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that D word. You really ain't never gonna F him for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots and your coat for this wet ass P word. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass P. Right, so this is deep, guys. This, this is what feminists fought for.